Thank you all for, for joining in. Um, I, I was going to ask my first question, which is, is, you know, what have you found helpful uh, to handle the uh, current uh, crisis and which you think other people might benefit from? Uh, Hendrik, do you want to have a go at this one? Lawrence, I, I think the uh, idea of, of reaching across team boundaries, communicating wider, uh, has been the learning for me because we've set up uh, social platforms within the business very quickly, which allows people to ask questions, have various uh, Zoom and Skype and other calls with people that don't necessarily work with every day to get things done as opposed to work vertically. And I think there's very interesting uh, bonding going on at the moment. And of course, uh, it's really nice to talk to all of you at once on a Friday afternoon. I would never have been able to do that under normal circumstances. What about you, George? What have you found that's been helpful? I mean, it doesn't have to be technological. It could also be in relation to you know, handling the markets and what's going on. You know, I'd say, uh, I'd say the first thing is all of the work that uh, we and you all have done uh, in advance to prepare for this has, uh, uh, you know, we, we feel blessed to have done that. Uh, and uh, in many respects, you know, people went into this port uh, into this crisis with a certain portfolio. And it sounds like um, the, uh, you know, to take the, the, the security analogy to our business that almost all of us, if not all of us, went into it with with quite remarkable systems and terrific communication ability D and redundancy. Um, uh, so we've, we've been operating sort of very, very seamlessly. I, I think the, uh, you know, what, what have we done? Um, and I do think it's going to change the, the, the nature of, of, of work prospectively, at least for us in ways that are, are quite exciting and really accelerating um, and really accelerating change, particularly um, as Hendrik said around how we, uh, how we collaborate uh, with, uh, with one another. Um, you know, I'd say for us, the, the only takeaway I have in terms of things we're trying to do differently is just really, you know, erring on the side of over communication, um, internally and, and externally. And so we just can't, you know, when, when folks start to complain that they're getting too much stuff from us, then it, it feels like we're, uh, it feels like we're on the, the, the right track. Uh, uh Robert. Yeah. Um, a couple of things, Lawrence, come to mind. Um, but firstly, I think business continuity uh, forces you to, to to delegate more. I think you have to let local teams run local operations because they're dealing with things real time. Uh, I think the, the good side of that is that it, it forces your business through a degree of um, kind of letting people be accountable and delegation that you wouldn't normally test yourself on in real time, but this causes you to have to do it and because you just can't run everything through a, a center, whether it be London, Baltimore, New York. Uh, so I think that's a, uh, and, and you just see how management teams really step up in that environment. I think that's been fabulous to see. Um, I would completely endorse uh, George's comments around over communication. I mean, it feels like we've had daily calls with our associates around the world where we've had you know between 500 and 3,000 people on calls almost every day letting them know what's going on um, and the, the feedback we're getting from our people is that they, they can't get enough of that so I agree with George when they when they start telling us that they've had enough then that's probably the point but until then just keep engaging people as much as you can. Um, Martin what, what have you found that's 
helpful to deal with the, the crisis? I think experience. Old age, Lawrence, a bit like you, you know. <laughs> I, think, uh, I, I think having been through, this is my fourth, uh, fourth downturn now, so starting in 87. And uh, I, think, I think experience more than anything else and trying to keep calm and uh, as, as, as a couple of the guys have said before, over-communicating. Nico, what about you? I think the, um, I mean, I agree with all the, you know, discussions around more communication. Um, now that we've been through BCP, you know, that's working. We've been through the money market liquidity crisis. I think our biggest concern is just around mental health and mental well-being. You know, as the adrenaline starts wearing off, you know, the, uh, you can see the, you know, the tension and stress rise. You know, people can only live on, on adrenaline that, for that uh, 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 length of a period. So what we've started, and I think works really well, is a mental health program. They'll be hiring experts from, from the outside, um, specialists, and they talk to team members. So we have this, you know, running, rolling, you know, calling, and you can, you can call into how the brain manages with stress or how do you deal with, you know, um, working from home. And um, the response has been unbelievable. I've been taken aback by the emails I received just simply seeing the fear people have. So suddenly across the firm, people are opening up in terms of um, showing emotions. And I think that works. I, you know, that's sort of the, the next frontier on the investment side. It's fine. You know, the BCP is fine. Now we're in it for, for a period of time. How are we going to get through this with the morale of the company intact? Um, and, you know, we've got many people with small kids in small apartments and it's, it's not easy. So the mental health, mental well-being um, in a program that it actually formally starts in an hour's time, you know, the, the first call with an expert. I think that, that that's really worth uh, considering. Yeah. yeah, especially in times like this. Saka? I think what was uh, for us very good is it brought us back to being what we were at the beginning, um, which is a whole bunch of, uh, of small teams that coalesce together in one still relatively speaking small team. We did that by having um, communication within teams as well as vertically. So we've instigated the program where each manager speaks to the direct reports every single day, each team meets every single day and so on and so forth. When it came to communication, we split that between communicating about markets, which we kind of want to hear about and about the business, but actually much more going back to well-being, about well-being. We're very uh, conscious that we have a large population given the population that enters from management that is either single um, high achiever living in a, an apartment in London and probably beginning to spare about now or uh, with kids. And so we've spent a lot of time trying to make it better and easier for them. Uh, and we've sort of separated that from running the business because we assume that BCP will allow the business to run itself. And so far, this has worked. In other words, by concentrating on our people and assuming that everybody is going to do their job anyway, actually the business has been okay and um, our people have, have reacted well. So we've coalesced even more as a team. And it's sort of, it, it, it's actually quite lovely because we've gone back to what we were right at the beginning of, of uh, what we were then Hermes, when as you know, in 2009, 10, uh, we had an uncertain future and that brought us together then. And this has done the same to us. Well, first of all, I'd like to wish you well, all of you. Thank you. Your family during this crisis. Second thing I'd like to say is that uh, I think it's, it's good that we're focusing on 
what is it we discovered as good things during this crisis. But, but I'd like to say up front, there's nothing positive about this crisis. Uh, and I'd like us to remember that for a lot of people, this is a huge drama. Now, when it comes to what is it that we've done or discovered ourselves, uh, like everybody else, I think uh, our first focus has been on the health of our staff and the continuity of uh, the services we offer to our clients. So like you guys done, we've put up in place all kind of committees and communication lines. And, uh, and I totally agree with the fact that, uh, you know, we cannot communicate enough. Uh, and uh, we spend an enormous amount of time talking to our staff, uh, making sure that uh, we care for them, making sure we listen to them. And given the fact that we are very convinced that this is not going to go away anytime soon, prepare for the long haul. Uh, because as one of you said, after the first rush of adrenaline, we have to set ourselves for uh, this idea that uh, we own for quite a, bit of, quite a bit of time operating uh, our companies remotely. When you think about it, it's pretty amazing. Uh, and I think we all discovered some things that, uh, you know, in a span of uh, two or three weeks, we've been able to operate a very, very complex range of services and interconnections remotely with most of our people at home. What I've discovered, though, is that, um, you know, this was like previous crisis, I must say, but this one even more because this one has a, a personal fear factor on top. This has been a great occasion to discover more about our people, about, uh, about their lives, about their fears, about uh, what they feel about all of this. And uh, this has been a great help to create a sense of our community and uh, a sense of purpose to our company. And more practically, I think, uh, you know, for the sheer fact that um, the technology is what it is, I would say that uh, people are a lot more thoughtful during meetings because they know that uh, we have to be disciplined and they're more thoughtful about uh, what they say and the way they invest our clients' money. You know, I guess uh, some other observations would be um, learning to listen more carefully uh, to our footprint globally. So obviously we have offices in Asia, uh, we're in Italy. Um, and so sort of as this has unfolded, certainly in the earlier weeks, you know, were we really listening properly to what we were hearing from different locations and reacting fast enough to those sort of those indicators? Um, so I think that's been interesting. And then just trying to be brave and it, with all these decisions, if we can try and go early, because that seems to be a good mitigant for, you know, implementation risks, whether that's going fully remote or any other big shifts, just trying to get in front of events because it seems very hard to, uh, to stay in front of them. So trying to be quick. Thank you. Uh, George, I think you, you said in your reply that some things have changed forever. What, what are those things you think have changed forever as a result of this? Oh, I think um, a, a, uh, Peter's comment on globalization of the business is, uh, is, is absolutely correct. Um, and and how, uh, how teams around the, the world are going to work more closely uh, together. I think the nature of meetings um, has changed. I think we have totally democratized uh, meetings in a sense. I know is a, you know, we each have headquarters locations and folks get to phone in now when everybody's on a on a screen in a little box like this, everybody's voice sort of counts equally. It's not the poor guy screaming into the into the phone uh, in a in a more distant location. So I think we'll keep some of this uh, even as we uh, uh, even as we do recover. I, and I think uh, 
you know, the, the whole nature of uh, what it means to be in the office and be out of the office and be productive um, his, uh, his, is, is changing and it's something that we're all sort of learning, uh, we're all sort of learning in, in, in real time. Finally, I'd say our capacity to, you know, we, we went out and told our folks um, quickly, we tried to get feedback from folks and, you know, told, to, uh, uh, heard there was questions about will there be layoffs? Um, and so I went out very quickly and said, absolutely not. It's all hands on deck time. That having been said, let me be clear on the other side of this thing, to the extent we've been sort of tiptoeing around, you know, we, we, we've shown what we can do. We're more resilient than we thought, and we're going to be more aggressive, not less aggressive, uh, about making changes uh, and embracing change, prospectively. Um, so I think for us, uh, a, lot of, a, a, a lot has changed in that way, some of which we know and some of which, frankly, will be revealed um, over the course of the, the, the months and years ahead. Do you think, any, uh, and this is for anybody, do you think anything's changed in relation to your view as to how much office space you need? <laughs> Lawrence, we, had a, we are about to move into a new building in London on the, we're still doing a rebranding, we listed, I mean, the whole bloody place is in chaos, but anyway. Congratulations, you, you know, to float a business in these market conditions is quite an achievement. I think it's obstinacy, but anyway, um, we, we, we got it away, but we have to move into a new building in London in May, and clearly the workers aren't showing up. But what's interesting, when we did the recalculations, we were worried about floor space, because we're a growing business, and actually, Given what we're learning now, uh, you're probably not going to need as much in future as you may have thought two, three years down the line. And actually, from the current experience, we have adjusted our calculations. We're very comfortable with our space. So I can see people changing the way they, they, they spend time in offices, etc., going down the line. So, uh, uh, you know, it's, it, it, it's been a learning experience that was very helpful. I completely share the comment about uh, you know something we're gonna have to be we're gonna have to think about office spaces and uh, to what extent we can uh, reduce that. Uh, I, I like to caveat though by the fact that uh, again we, we've been working from home for some of us uh, a few weeks, sometimes only one week. Um, that's okay. I, I, uh, I, to be frank with you, I really don't know how this is all going to look after a few months, if we have to stay a few months like this. And um, I think it's all very exciting that we figure it out that uh, this works. But I'm a bit careful about uh, the way we're going to be able to, you know, to gel our companies, to continue to keep our company together, if we have to stay like this for, for too long. To me, uh, there's another aspect which, uh, of our business which will probably change is uh, the amount of traveling uh, we've been doing and to what extent we should or, or, yeah, or continue to travel as much uh, physically as we've been doing in the past. And this could be a big change also going forward. Can I take the other side of the reduced space argument? Um, I think when we come out of this, I, I think people will be desperately hungry to re-socialize with their colleagues, frankly. Um, and I think one thing we're learning is that with all of the technology in the world, which is fabulous, um, I think as humans, we have an innate need for social contact and uh, trying to do it via video and audio is fantastic in environments like these, but there is still no replacement for people sitting across the table from each other. 
The other thing I would say at a very selfish level, having sat in one room for 14 hours a day for 14 days, is that I think we'll need more space. I, I'd never really understood this concept, if I'm frank, of wellness. Um, when you sit in one room for 14 hours a day and you suddenly realize that you've still got to do your 10,000 steps, I've been walking figures of eight for 12 hours. Every single day for the last two weeks, I've made 10,000 steps. But I now, I now get the concept of wellness. And I think that's gonna put additional, I think we're gonna to need to think about the spaces that we have in our offices, frankly, differently. Uh, I don't think it's just going to be banks and banks of desks. I think we can think more imaginatively about physical and mental health in the workplace. And I think we should be encouraging more socialization and more kind of innovative ways of, of running meetings, right? I mean, every meeting I'm on with the exception, I ran a two and a half hour board meeting last week. I did 3000 steps during the course of the board meeting. Why can't we carry, why can't we carry that on?